Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Flashcast, an unofficial podcast of the CW's The Flash. I'm Stephen Bueno. Christian Cabrera. If you're new to the podcast, what we do is discuss every week's episode of The Flash. So this week, we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 3, Magenta. Now, um, so we finally get the sidekick, I guess, that we were expecting. Oh, we were expecting to get a sidekick, but not who we were thinking it was going to be. Like, well, we all thought it was going to be, you know, Wally and Kid Flash. And, you know, throughout the whole time, they've been releasing promotional stuff and releasing set pictures of Wally in the costume. You're like, oh, well, Wally's going to be his partner this season. Uh, we got thrown a curveball here. I, I kind of saw it coming a little bit from last season from the Particle Accelerator or from the Dark Matter actually being exposed. I didn't expect Wally to actually get his powers yet. I kind of expected it later on the season, most likely. That's why I kind of fear that Flashpoint would... I think I really thought Flashpoint was going to be like heavily used throughout the season for a while. And then they're going to go right back to the original reality. But yeah, I've seen that it was only like, what, a couple episodes? And uh, we're pretty much living with the repercussions of it. It kind of slowed down the whole Wally West being, you know, Kid Flash. But I like the fact that we finally have uh, Jesse Quick, though, because I really thought she was going to make an appearance last season. But she does it this season, which is actually pretty good, too. Uh, no, yeah, it was for me. It was surprising. I didn't. I didn't expect either one of those things to happen. And you know, when you finally see uh, when you finally see Jesse and, and um, Wells pop out the pop out of the portal, and you you see that she has speed, you're like, okay, so what's going on here? And you know, as the episode progressed, uh, you see Wells just really trying to discourage her from using those powers. Because at the same time, I think Wells' ultimate objective is always to keep her safe, mm -hmm. regardless of what that means and what she wants. And um, I think it's a, it's a nice interaction. And to be honest with you, it does feel like we've already visited this kind of area before with Wells and his daughter being at odds for something. But um, I think I think this particular subject makes it much makes that dynamic a little bit more interesting it we, they've always had that weird you know she's always mad tension. at him for something yeah they always had that weird tension all the time but it makes sense like if you've seen what last season was all about like he pretty much like he said he wanted to keep her safe but yet he was a workaholic didn't really like spend time with the family man we didn't even know we had a he had a daughter out of last season until like he mentioned it until you mentioned that she was kidnapped, and wow, that took a really big turn. But as you can see, though, his old habits are kind of um, kind of alluding to the fact that he doesn't want his daughter to be a superhero. You know, it's got to suck for Wells when uh, he tries his best to keep his daughter safe, and all of a sudden she has powers again, and she's running to the front lines again, and she wants to be out there helping Barry and, and uh, fighting crime. And he's just like, really? I just... You know, you just got kidnapped and all the stuff was going down, but you still want to fight crime now. Mm -hmm. It's it's a big it's a big step up, I would say, because originally she was kidnapped. She was powerless. Now she actually has the power to yeah. do a lot of things. And now since she wants to help, it sucks that Wells pretty much refused her to actually help. And that's why he was like, we need to do more tests. And like, well, she's fine. Like, no, we need more tests. What do you think his ultimate goal was there? Was he essentially trying to like get rid of them or was he did, does, did he really want caitlin and cisco to discourage him no i think well discourage the, her. well no the thing is that he wanted 
both of them to help him and to figure out what to do with her powers. I'm assuming he was gonna. I thought he was actually gonna do the same thing we did to Barry. Pretty much try to steal all the the speed force, but apparently I I was wrong. <laughs> but I can see that he's actually you know he wants someone to at least talk her down to make sure that hey, don't do anything too crazy because even though you have powers, you're still technically not invincible because you know old habits come back. But that and she's un well, it's one of those things where she's untrained, mm-hmm. but she does make a good point. It's like well, That's so was Barry. And yeah, yeah, but the thing is, they actually helped him train, and then she just wants to jump into it right away. As you can see, how she was, how optimistic she was, just going in just to, so she can help somebody. Yeah, like off the bat, she just kind of assumed, okay, well, this is where I belong now, and uh, I'm gonna start helping. Just out of nowhere, I'm just gonna do it. And uh, yeah, it, it could be a little, it could be a little dangerous, and we've seen Barry stuck in situations where he barely makes it out so could that happen to jesse we don't really know one thing we are seeing is that this could mean that she's going to be there for a good chunk of the season so they're probably not going to go back to earth 2 anytime soon uh and i don't mind dude i have i've always loved uh having wells there even when he was evil you know it was a nice dynamic and last season when he was um uh, when he was there and he was always just brooding even that it's still he's still very interesting and now he's he's back and did it seem a little comedic and he seemed a little nervous to you i kind of figured that he did because as soon as they got teleported back and then as soon as they mentioned the speed room he already instantly knew it was like something was off in this world and as soon as they were in that room you know he immediately called out barriers like what the hell did you do like oh, you yeah. did something. You did something because we no one here remembers this room, but everyone else and part of Team Flash does. So of course he tells everybody like what he did, and of course Wells gives him the same lecture. I was like, see, this I told you stop messing with the timelines. Like this happens all the time. Well, it's one of those things where I didn't um I didn't know that it wouldn't affect Earth Two. I, no. I just kind of assumed it would. No, it wouldn't. And uh Multiverses, man. Yeah, apparently if you change the timeline in one universe, it does not affect the other one. So essentially Wells, uh, Wells, Jesse, and Barry are the only ones that really know how everything was originally. Although it does sort of seem like everything went back to normal. Uh, You know, they didn't really bring up Caitlin's powers. They didn't really bring up anything with Cisco. They really didn't bring up Iris and Joe. It it just really did seem like the universe got reset. Well, Wells knows exactly what pretty much is the consequences to this. That's why he doesn't want to say anything else. Like, I kind of figured he wasn't going to do anything else, but he just wants to pretty much get help from them, see what's going on, and then pretty much help them with whatever crisis is being portrayed right now. Which, this uh, for this particular episode, it was Magenta. Yep. And uh, this is a character I really didn't know anything about, so my my only reference is what I saw in the episode. <laughs> and you know, she seems pretty damn powerful, dude. Like she uh, she's essentially has the same powers as Magneto. Really? Yes. The only problem is uh, she is a little bit crazy. Depending on which comic they're portraying her as, I'm assuming it's New Rogues because New Rogues she is uh, she has she's being possessed. That's what I that's what I was seeing from this entire episode. She did kind of seem like it, even though it seems like her Earth Two version was um 
<laughs> well, no, it actually we did didn't seem really like a possession. See, but yeah, it really wasn't. But we didn't see much of what her character was like in Flashpoint at all. Yeah, well, we didn't we didn't see it at all. Exactly. Um, but it did seem like there was another entity in her trying to take over because she kept trying to fight something. Mm-hmm. You know, when she goes to the police station, she's there. Um, and was it Julian? Yeah, he, Julian. Like, he goes up to her and he starts uh, teasing her and messing with her. And then that's when it all comes out. But it does really seem like she doesn't want to have anything to do with that. And she's not able to control it. Yeah, and it's it's odd though that she is one of the most. Let me see. She is part of the rogues and the comic books, so she's really powerful. She's one of those key members as well. She is very powerful. Like I mean, insanely powerful. You saw how she was able to. You know, boat man. Oh, I was gonna say the boat. I was gonna say how she pretty much brought down that sign in CCPD. That thing is massive. That thing's heavy. But yeah, the boat too is a big step too because you can see. That her powers are technically almost limitless, but the it, thing is, she doesn't have control over it. Yeah, it really does seem like it, and she would be a very interesting villain if, like, she went that complete way. This one, she was kind of fighting with herself, but if she really wanted to do, her, like, to do harm, and she just stopped caring, or I guess if that other entity kind of took over completely, yeah, she she'd be a menace, a complete menace. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, another thing we did see throughout the episode, a nice little subplot, was Wally and. Jealousy, uh, yeah, essentially is jealousy over uh Jesse getting powers because I well, Barry told Wally that you know in the other universe he was a speedster, and let's face it, Wally's been obsessed with speed from the moment he was in the episode, like in, in the series. So it does you know suck for him that okay, this is something you actually want and something that actually did happen for you in another timeline, but here you're not. And you can't help out. And he wants to help out, too. Mm-hmm. That's that's the hard part. Yeah, Joe makes a pretty good reference to when the particle accelerator exploded, like, a long, almost like a, two years ago, I think it was, that everyone got affected by the dark matter. So, And he was telling them, like, how many metahumans have you seen since that happened? He's like, it's not that many, but how many people have been affected by it? I was like, I've been, in, I've been hit by it. Nothing's happened to me. Pretty much has only been Barry and then, was it, the... Uh, the weather wizards and all the other ones that pretty much came around, but there's really isn't that many people that have been coming out saying that they have powers or not. Yeah, he does. Um, he does make a good point, but I don't think it necessarily helped Wally because like, well, you know, same thing happened to you, but uh, sucks for you, buddy. You didn't get any powers, mm-hmm. even though like at one point you did. Um, now you see him throughout the episode, and, you know, he's kind of brooding about it. And then you see him like trying to jumpstart his powers by jumping in front of a car mm-hmm. just to have Jesse save him. One thing I did start seeing is uh, Alchemist brings out the powers of people that had him in Flashpoint. Now, do you think that Alchemist is going to do that for Wally later on this season? I don't think Dr. Alchemy is going to do something for uh, Wally. I think something's going to happen to him that will pretty much cause a trigger, or jumpstart into his actual powers of the Speed Force. Now, we don't know when it's going to be. I'm assuming it's probably going to be... Um, I bet you there's probably going to be a crisis where both Barry and Jesse gets, I don't know, incapacitated. And there's probably going to be a point where he's going to be in danger. And I think that's when he's going to get his powers. Mostly. I honestly think it'll be sort of a deal with the devil kind of situation where uh, kind of like what you said, Jesse mm-hmm. and Barry are going to be incapacitated. And Wally will know about Dr. Aquaman. He'll seek him out because 
to me, that seems like um, a very likely scenario only because they've written it where anyone in Flashpoint with powers will like Alchemy can give it to them. And, you know, Wally knows that. So he knows that there's a good chance that Alchemy can give him his powers. Yeah, but I think there's going to be like a side effect to it, though. Like there's as you can see, most of the people that have it don't really they're not stable. That's a good way of putting it. None of them are stable. You saw the rival. The rival's been having those weird, crazy dreams. And as soon as Alchemy told him, "It's like, well, I can be, I can give you what those dreams were," and essentially went straight psychopath again. Same thing with Magenta. Magenta was hearing all these voices. She was seeing all these dreams, and as soon as it came out, boom, her other side came out as well. But as you can see, she was already diagnosed with like a mental illness before all that happened. So she, this is pretty much one of those times. It's like she really didn't deserve her powers. She did not. It just sucks that she actually ended up getting them in weird circumstances. But yeah, Alchemy seems to be, you know, he wants to jumpstart that revolution of like everyone that was in the previous past. He wants to give everyone their powers now. Yeah, it's still not particularly clear like what he's trying to accomplish. It just sort of seems like he's trying to change the world one way or another. Um, but you, there hasn't been direct interaction between the Flash and Doctor Alchemy, so I'm kind of waiting for I'm waiting for that to happen and just to understand his goals a little better because at the moment, uh, yeah, they seem They're they seem kind of murky. But you know, it it makes sense. We're only three episodes in, so we're not we're, we're not supposed to know that much right now. Now, one thing that was interesting too is. Um, when Wells was trying to get Cisco and Caitlin to talk to Jesse, uh, he mentioned Cisco being a meta, and if he could talk to Jesse, and then he asked Caitlin to do it, and Caitlin's totally like weirded out. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what it's like to have powers. Why do you think Caitlin's hiding the fact that she has powers? Well, I think that was just a surprise to her because, well, technically she's been through the whole Ronnie situation, so she knows how dangerous like some of these powers can be. So that, I'm guessing that's why Wells pretty much told her to pretty much, you know, can you talk her out of some of the things that she might want to do? Now, I'm, I wasn't I don't think he knows yet if she has powers. Like, as you can see, when he was having a conversation with Jesse, he took his watch out of his pocket. He never had it on. So he wouldn't have been able to tell if freaking Caitlin actually had powers or not. So there is a possibility that later on he's going to have it on the entire time. And he's going to actually like point it at her or every time she walks right past him, he's gonna be like, "Oh, wait a minute! Why is this thing going off? You shouldn't, you shouldn't be the one having powers." Like that's what I'm thinking right now because that's for what I've seen from the episode so far. I'm assuming Wells is gonna keep it off because he's around Jesse all the time. Yeah, and he's just gonna keep going off, and he knows she's a meta. Um, mm-hmm. He knows Cisco's a meta. Uh, yeah, so there really wouldn't be any point for him to put it on and then be around Caitlyn. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm I'm waiting for that reveal where she comes out with it and i'm also interested as to why she's hiding it so much maybe in my mind it's because she's afraid that she might end up like killer frost and she doesn't want the rest of the team to even start thinking that that might be a possibility there is gonna be that possibility because i've i've seen it since what since the first season she has a dark side in her too she just doesn't like she doesn't like showing it but i know there's a possibility she might actually end up being a villain I'm not sure yet because this is pretty much she's still trying to hide the fact that she has her powers. Now, the way how she reveals it to the group, I don't know how it's going to happen because they know because Barry knows especially what she can do. Like he's seen what she can do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's a possibility that he's going to be, you know, he's going to be very afraid. 
And Wells, too, when you think about it. Because yeah. if they go back to the... Well, Wells is from the original timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, in Earth 2, he saw just how much damage Killer Frost did. Mm-hmm. And how much like how much potential she has to pretty much conquering everyone around her. So I'm... I'm going to say she's probably going to stay good for a while. She's probably going to end up joining somebody. I'm not sure when, but it's probably going to be somewhere along this season. But I don't know what's going to happen with her yet because this is a big, a big difference. This is a big change from what's going on from the original timeline. Now, um, one of the last things I want to talk about, and I want to save it for the end because it was it was the lighthearted moments in the episode. But it was everything that happened between Isis and Barry. Yeah, Iris, Iris and Barry. Barry yeah. Um, and it, it was, you know, Barry's trying to, been trying to go on a date with her and been trying to be something more with her. So finally he gets a chance to do it. And I like at the beginning of the episode where they talk about uh, how time slows down and when he's a speedster, time's even slower. And um, and so finally he gets to go on this date. And it's the, one of the most awkward interactions that they've ever had. And they're just sitting there in an empty restaurant and, you know, they have the call and they instantly take off. And it's one of those things that it sucks for Barry because he's finally getting what he wants. But at the same time, it's not necessarily ideal. No. And it's also if you can see what happens throughout the whole interactions, you know, you know, it was Iris's fault technically because she even said it too. It's like no powers nothing. It's just you and me. But Barry does make a good point towards the very end. Where it's like you wanted a date where pretty much no powers were involved, you know, just you and me. But this is different because if it was just like how it was back in the day, it would have been a lot easier. But it isn't because now we have powers. We have to take care of metas. We're actually part of a team so they can contact us anytime they need our help. So this is really one of those times where it's really hard for them to have an actual life. But they're going to have to try to make the best of it from it. And I can see that they will make the best of it because, I mean, Barry just did something with his powers and even Iris was impressed of like how detailed I want to say, like how the stuff that he did, like she's going to know, she knows that there's going to come some sacrifices, but their relationships is going to be pretty much like number two compared to the team and everything they do is number one. No. Yeah. It's, it's one of these like superhero dilemmas where, well, we can date and we can do like, we can be something together, but at the same time, at all times, there's going to be something looming over us. There's going to be this um, thing that takes priority over our happiness, essentially. There's going to be times where, you know, we're not going to be able to really be together because essentially I have to save the city every other week, you know? Yeah. Um, so that I did find that that interesting. And then I did find when he told her where it's like, well, the powers are part of me now. Like, this is this is who I am. It's not Flash and barry it's like it's all in the same person Mm -hmm. and it's one of those things where he's basically telling iris like well you have to understand this is the whole package yeah and then not only that this is pretty much like the closest that they've actually been because since since thailand has changed this is one of those times where they actually shared a really good intimate moment which i thought was it was a good way to pretty much finish off the episode because this is one of those times where it's like they finally get to do something together and then as soon as they, they do, boom, like a call happens. But Iris even said it too. It's like, no, I'm happy that this happened because this is actually what I wanted. And then boom, whatever happens, happens, man. So I'm I'm interested in seeing how that's going to keep developing. Now, I do think that one way or another, they're going to, Dr. Alchemy will use 
um, Iris against Barry now that she's become a much more prominent figure in his life. And like I said, I'm waiting for the interact. I, I honestly think there's going to be an interaction between uh, Dr. Alchemy and Wally. That's kind of my prediction for the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, will it come true? I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to have a crazy one. and I mean, really crazy prediction. There's possibly going to be appearances by the rogues. Now, the, I'm thinking Heeway's going to come back. I think Captain Cole's going to come back in some form or whatever um, manner that it is, and they're going to actually meet up with Alchemy. This is what I'm thinking. And then they're probably going to either help or betray him. It doesn't matter what happens. I want to see them again. The rogues is the one thing that's been one of the biggest things or one of the biggest enemies that the Flash has, and I want to see them actually here. I want to see them actually fight as a team going up against Team Flash now because there's now another speedster, and there's a possibility of going to be a third speedster as well. So I want to see that fight too. That's one of the big things I want to see. And this season, since it's still young, there's a possibility it could happen. There really is. No, true, true, true. So we're looking forward to all that cool stuff that's going on. And also, hopefully, Cisco joins the team. And, you know, hopefully, Caitlin joins the team. And it's like really like a team of metas fighting mm-hmm. metas. That would be amazing. Uh, likely to happen? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. But it, it a man can dream. <laughs> but also, one thing that actually kind of stood up from the episode, too, was at the very end where um, Joe showed uh julian and bury the footage from the prison iron heights like how crazy it was and julian made this weird very scary little reference that he did is like oh do you believe in ghost barry and then he just looks at him like kind of dastardly and just walks off like at that's one of those big things right there where it's like it's kind of pointing that he's pretty evil or he's just doing that to kind of mess with barry because he doesn't like barry but we didn't trust him. Yeah, he doesn't trust him. So there's some sort of weird relationship here that will probably escalate in the future. Like, this is probably going to get worse or it's going to get better. I'm, I think to an extent, he'll start suspecting Barry. Yeah, he's going to suspect him for something. But there's going to be, like, one of those big things that it's going to it's gonna put everything in turmoil. Well, we'll see how that goes, man. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the next episode. Same here. All right, guys, thank you for listening to this episode of The Flashcast. If you guys want to check out more of the stuff we got going on, head on over to filmbook.com. That's film-book.com and search for either Stephen Bueno or The Flashcast. If you guys are interested in checking out some of the stuff we do outside of Filmbook, you can check us out on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash leak of gents. That's G-E-N-T-S. Or checking us out on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash league of ordinary gents. G-E-N-T-S. If you listen to this podcast on iTunes or any other podcast services, go ahead and rate and review this episode. If you listen to this podcast on YouTube, go ahead and hit that thumbs up video and leave a comment in the comment section. We definitely want to hear from you guys.